0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 8th of October 2017. In the last few weeks I've mentioned the complete craziness of what they give you as news today. It's all sensationalism, isn't it? Complete, if it's not sensational in some bizarre way or to do with sex or something, it's not considered news anymore because you're not being told real stuff anymore pretty well. The media's all controlled. You know that. You know what you can say and what you can't say in your respective countries. You know that. And last weekend, I was thinking the same thing. And then on Sunday night, you know what happened. And we have this big spectacle, supposedly, of a mass shooting in Las Vegas. And of course, already the conspiracy theories are flying on it because it's so open for it all. It's almost purpose-made for conspiracy theories to go to work because nothing makes any sense in it. In fact, it's it's kind of classic in that way, in that you've got a guy that literally has almost no history supposedly just flipping out and doing all this, but not being crazy enough to not know what he was doing, because it would take so much planning, etc., at least the way it's been described to the public. And other, other people have come out and say it's a a false flag. You know, false flags can actually have people killed. The whole thing. It depends on what is to be gained from having it in the first place. And sure enough, real or otherwise, you'll always have different agencies, etc., moving in to use it to their advantage. That's a favourite term they use at the Council in Foreign Relations. How can we use this this disaster to our advantage? And that's what's going on today, of course. And when we know what is actually wanted and by whom? It's quite interesting to see there's even other countries involved in in what they want to get out of this uh, happening in America. But you have, as I say, a guy who has no reason for going berserk. He seemed to enjoy life, if we're told any truth at all these days. A multi-millionaire who enjoyed gambling big time and had big investments, etc., etc., in business and real estate. It's quite something to see that it just suddenly flipped, and got all this stuff too. Always suddenly converted to Islam. As long as you wake up with, a, like catching a cold, just wake up with it in the morning, and you're suddenly Islamic. It's nonsense, you know. This guy was happy with his life. He he wasn't even political, apparently, and he had everything to live for. But we're given this bizarre scenario. I'll tell you another thing too And some other people have mentioned this as well It was almost 400 yards away from the hotel That's where he was firing it And at night time too, remember But what gets me is that They should send this guy over to fight ISIS If he can bring down, put down 500 people At no time at all, all by himself So many wounded and 50-odd killed If he can do that all by himself He would, he would clean them out no time at all Think about it. Think about it. Come on. Think about it. And all these crazy inconsistencies again of why the SWAT teams and that didn't get in burst until well over an hour after the shooting started. Things like this. It just doesn't make any sense at all. Unless it was all for maximum effect, maximum damage. Who benefits? Who benefits? Who benefits? And I'll tell you, you'll never get to the bottom of it either. Just like 9-11. We know all the different things that happened around 9 11 Made no sense whatsoever And they've all been kind of muddied And mystified over the sands of time, as they say But they're still out there All the facts are out there All the things that didn't add up even then Including the fact that Israel and Britain And other countries with intelligence agencies Warned them what was going to happen And then you find, too There's always these practice runs for security reasons, of disasters or attacks happening before things happening. Like 9-11 had it happen, too. at The very day it happened, they are supposed to be we running a test. And Rumsfeld was in charge with Cheney, etc., for 9-11. And that's very, very common. The same thing happened down at the hospitals, down in Las Vegas a few days before. A big mass casualty drill was done. It does make you kind of wonder, doesn't it? But as I say, whenever we get to the bottom of it, because that's the way things are managed today. Any evidence to anything is carefully, carefully locked up away from the public in case you sit and pick holes at anything. And if they can give you as little as possible to go on, there's less chance of you tearing the story apart by giving you facts. Or at least parts of the story or reasons and so on. So it doesn't make sense, except for the fact that it's meant to basically get big tough gun laws across the board in the U.S. I always think back to many of the articles that the Communist Party wrote about in its heyday in in and outside of the U.S. And they said they'd have to always disarm the people before they could take it over, take the whole country over. That they always said that from the days of Lenin onwards, and really nothing has changed, obviously. And when you see some of the the agencies and organizations pushing again for the same thing, uh, you, you've got to wonder, you know. Because the, really, what, what, the, the whole world has changed since free trade started, for instance, and the deindustrialization of Western countries or first world countries, and the movement of all the big, big factories to China and turning everything into a service economy. And now there's not even enough jobs to go around in a service economy. So they're talking about giving people wages basically for just for existing rather than have them starve because there's no work. And it's all planned, remember. It didn't just happen by itself and say, oh, let's get free trade going. Let's give all the factories to China. Let's sit back and watch what happens. This is all planned out and strategized before they made a, a single move. And it's the same with everything else that happens in the world. And so we're sitting on a system which is... <laughs> we're actually smothered in debt, you know, completely smothered in layers and layers and layers of debt. And the countries all keep borrowing, borrowing, borrowing from this strange system that they borrow from, and the currencies are, are worth less and less all the time. That's why you need more and more of your your cash units to to buy the same things. It's well, not meant to last forever. They, they could certainly keep it going and and make it like the 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 peso or the lira or something. Until you you'll spend a thousand dollars or more for a cup of coffee That could be done As a matter of course And you'll have to earn a wage of something, something like two million dollars a week Just to survive But you won't be any better off than you are right now That's the joke of this farcical system It's a, it's a con and it's a racket, of course it is. But we do know too That before there's the, the true world government and, and they're still playing that up you have World government, world government, world government Brought to you by the same group that brought you free trade across the world. And trading blocks as well. Same people. Same club. The CFR, Rollinship for International Affairs. Same club. And they haven't stopped. But to get the world government through, they've got to use the battering ram, the present battering ram, on the world to, to bash it into shape, basically. Finish it off. And they've had their plans and they've worked for an awful long time to do all of this, of course. Britain was used for long enough, and until there was nothing left to soak it, they wrung, it sponged it out with, through blood and everything else, and taxes as well. And two world wars pretty well finished off Britain, and the U.S. took over, as we well know, from their own historians at the Council and Foreign Relations. And so they've been the battering ram ever since, as well. And it's also that they're also heavily compromised, as you well know, in the U.S. by other forces as well, as you well know. War, war, war Who benefits, who benefits, who benefits Where's the wars? It really goes on and on, doesn't it? Then at home you give this this big, big, big Debacle with uh, a shooting in, in Las Vegas I see many of the things It's true enough, I mean I did see some of the press Photographs that had been released to the press Where they'd cut off the Certain bottom parts of photographs and so on But if you see the whole photographs You also see people That they're not quite on the ground (laughs) They're off the ground Has been photoshopped And why would people want to photoshop anything At a time like this eh? Who's handing this stuff out And why is the press running with it There's some amazing photographs out there and remember, too, you can have a, a real event or, a, or a, a false event or even a, an, an exaggerated event. You can have all of these things in psychological warfare with, with the black ops organizations that they certainly have used in the past. We know that. We know that. And if it comes to even killing its own citizens, the U.S. is no stranger to that either. We know that, too. It's quite interesting that trials went on after 9-11, to do with the first attempt at blowing up the Twin Towers in New York. And at the time, it came out in court, one asset of the FBI, they had a few of them, they're all Muslim, and they were actually setting them up and supplying them with real explosives. This came out during the trial by, as I say, one of the assets, the Muslim guys that they picked for this. And this fellow smelled a rat, and so in his hand there, I was talking to him, he taped it, secretly taped it, and he played it in court to show him that, that he complained. He says, you don't really want to use real explosives, do you? We can't do that, and, and the FBI guy uh, insisted that they do. You've got to take all of these, these, these. This isn't conspiracy theory. This happened. Look at the court cases. Look at the transcripts. You still get them today. So don't think it's impossible for these black op agencies who have got a lot of big agendas to push, uh, and, and <laughs> involving more wars across the, the pond and all the rest of it, yes, there's nothing they, w- they wouldn't stop at to make it all happen. We know, regardless of what you want to think one way or another, that 9-11 definitely had a lot of benefits to the Peanut group, who published the countries they wanted to take out in the Middle East, and even said it needed a Pearl Harbor event Uh, To make it happen, to get the people, get public support behind them. That's the way it really, really is, isn't it? That's how the world is run. By, I I call it spooking the herd, just just terrifying them, spook them. And when they're all spooked, then you ram different laws. Look look where we are today, where everything's spied upon like you would never believe. No free society 20, 30 years ago would ever believe this could happen. It could never happen, they would have said Never, ever. And they haven't stopped yet. They haven't stopped at all. They must increase, increase, increase and get more surveillance and more. And it's all big business, too, for the big corporations that actually make all the different scanners for airports and you-know-whats and all the spyware for, for computers, etc. We know this from their own writings. that they, 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 they boast about it. It's good for businesses, they say. But say to Las Vegas doesn't make any sense at all as to why this guy... Flipped. I mean, I tell you, there's so little on the fella, so little on him. You have to even wonder if he even existed himself as the person they say he was. I'm not saying it didn't, I'm just saying you you have to ask that question. He's a perfect one to pick if you wanted to pin everything on him. Because he has no outstanding history apart from the fact he's awfully, awfully rich. And you do have to, I mean, they'll have wondrous, wondrous kind of conspiracy theories about it anyway, with the 32 and the whole bit for the floor, etc., and all the other little things that all crop up down the road. And the fact that the guy's name was Paddock, and that's where you put the horses and the big show he was fighting, he was shooting it against, was, was the Cowboys, and Clinton Western. All that stuff, all that stuff. It's... Uh, well, you can go on and on and on, but the, th- the fact is, who benefits from all these things? Who benefits? As I say, if, if you can find a like, two or three guys like this, this paddock, I mean, how great it would be too for for the military to save money. Because you wouldn't need to spend a fortune training special op guys and special forces. You just get get a few of these these, these uh, paddocks and. And let them go with cheap weaponry that, you know, adjusted themselves, And they'll wipe out battalions of the enemy Each, quite some But that's how it's going to be played It won't make any difference because they never The the big boys never backtrack They can't backtrack on what they give you And they'll stick to it through thick and thin And they will not give One of the reasons, by the way, that they pick people with no backgrounds and so on Is so that you can't sit and pick it apart because there's so few facts to, to go on. <laughs> That's why they do it that way. It's all managed to an extent. But all crisis is great for agendas. And certainly, this is certainly agenda-driven at the moment, as you well know. I'll touch on some of the other people who've mentioned, uh, even more so, more strident language of what they think it all is. But but uh, as I say, at this stage of the game, you have to just sit back and wait and and those who who have some kind of natural common sense sit back uh, to 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 wait a week or two until at least you, you get some real data coming your way, provable data, you know, verifiable. And you have to wonder too, who suddenly dis, you know who suddenly decides what to dish out to the public, uh, even with the photographs and so on, even photographs that are not bloody or or messy. Or, But this suddenly gives you even clearer footage of certain things. Why now? But again, I don't get lost. There's no point in in, in quizzing it forever. You, You can go on forever. We live in an age, remember, of mass perception management. Everything is perception management. All psychological warfare today depends on perception management and putting it across and on and over the people you want to target. Perception management. Remember that was the article I read years ago when the, the neocons were in with Bush Jr. and I think it was Karl Rove who told them, he says, we make the reality for you, for the, for the media. And we give you the stories and you run with it and that becomes your reality. And when you're, you're reading this fastidiously as you will and creating it and, and watching it and so on and say, so we'll, we'll give another reality and then you'll follow that too. And that's just the way it'll be. you know. And, and that's really the way it is, isn't it? It also makes you wonder too where real reporters are. But again, even real reporters can't report anymore. They're given their marching orders as to what it's okay to talk about them. And what isn't? We live in an incredibly censored world right now. And it's getting worse all the time. And I've mentioned it before. When you are forbidden to even ask questions, however innocently, about anything at all, and you're slammed by the system, then you're under tyranny, obviously. And tyranny always gets worse. And tolerance and tolerance and tolerance to everything, everything, which even when it becomes obvious, they're, they're still intolerant. I noticed even with uh, Julian Assange, he'd hit out against the Twitter, basically becoming the same as as Facebook, with its censoring and its political correctness, basically, and he's suggesting that they start a new one up amongst people of his own groupings, basically. To try and get something better out there Because it's true enough If you don't have some kind of outlets For free, real free expression Remember under free expression You're going to get all the other groups too That are always using everything for themselves For political purposes And to push their own agendas But I'm just talking about free speech If you just can't kind have of free speech Then you've got nothing at all And you're in George Orwell's 1984 That's where you are and it really is getting pretty bad that way it really is Some countries now are so terrified Of the public Demanding of their governments To change their policies with different things To do even with immigration That when things happen They'll play it down Play it down, that's what they do That doesn't help the people who are being damaged When people go off, off the rails And start killing people Because of their political Or religious beliefs Constantly telling people it's it's, it's, it's rare or it's an aberrant thing Doesn't help victims It's not going to help the victims of the future either Because terrorism now is here forever In this global system It was planned to be that way And I read years ago all the articles of the big wigs themselves Telling us all to get used to it It's going to be here right through your entire lifetime And beyond that's the method of keeping control. In the 90s, I used to watch these disaster movies, these dystopian future sci-fi's, and they were all the same. And I kept it was obvious that if they're all the same, then there's a big hand behind us to push it all. To do with first world countries turned into rubble pretty well, small groups of elites living in incredible luxury and wealth and, and beautiful accommodation and the rest of the people living in, in rubble, like burned-out rubble and warfare and urban warfare. That's not by accident. And it is really strange, I always thought strange, how people can be persuaded through fiction that, that what develops along the lines of what you've already seen in the movies becomes normal. It really does work awfully well in an awful lot of people, doesn't it? But what they have planned, as I say, for the future, from the Club of Rome, all the different think tanks associated with the CFR and Rowlandship for International Affairs it is is not a, a pleasant future you're looking at so many changes which are are against what you were taught it was, it was a humane treatment of people, even in hospitals, where they're now coming out with fake stories, and I mean fake to acclimatize the people, to start refusing medication when they get really, really ill. And just take the suicide pills. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you at all. I already hear the, the the tentative frontier movements going on in Canada, for instance. It's far cheaper to give you a pill, isn't it? A little cheap pill. Than give you treatment. And it could be and keep me pretty well pain free for how many a few years even? If need be but oh no, not now. Are these Treatment's really doing you any good That's, that's the new mantra That they're, they're getting the public used to And yes they do have the suicide pill Here legally in Canada And it's far cheaper to treat you that way isn't it And your country Being global now Has many other plans To, to, to use all that money They could have used on you uh, And put it across the world elsewhere And some other thing Lots of changes occur Once you're in Under this international socialist system Your countries are gone. You no longer have a high status in your own borders anymore. Or outside your borders. The whole world is to be leveled eventually. Except for maybe one or two countries. Small ones. But the whole world is to be pretty well leveled. And that's the way it's going to be. Read their own publications. The CFR. Foreign Affairs and all the other articles too By the same authors who work for them Because they publish many other articles too For universities and, and the press clubs etc They tell you And it isn't a pretty future Here's a few articles here I'll just mention some of them For those who want to go through them This is from Global Research Global Research in Canada It says, Middle East and Asia geopolitics shift in military alliances. There's a few articles in other papers, too, about the same thing. To do with NATO and how it's changing and certain deals that the U.S. have got on right now with other countries in the Middle East, such as Turkey and so on. And it says here, Turkey, which constitutes NATO's heavyweight, is now fighting U.S.-supported Kurdish rebels in northern Syria. And it says the U.S., which is a member of NATO, is supporting and financing the Kurdish rebels who are fighting a NATO member state. We've had this for a while, mind you. We've had this craziness of the U.S. financing ISIS. It was even in articles by the CFR who said a few years ago, maybe we should should back ISIS because they seem to be our best friend right now, doing the work of taking out Syria. Because that was part of the list, of course, for for the the PNAC group. All those countries were on that on that list. It says that while Turkey finally remains a member of NATO, which is an integrated, and coordinated air defense system, the Erdogan government has purchased Russia's four hundred dollar air defense system. I guess it's four hundred million, is it? Which is slated to be used against America's Kurdish proxies in northern Syria. <laughs> In turn, Turkey has dispatched troops to northern Syria with a view to eventually annex part of Syria's territory. In turn, Moscow and Ankara have established an alliance of convenience. Israel is a firm supporter of the formation of a Kurdish state in Iraq and northern Syria, which is considered as a stepping stone to the formation of Greater Israel. has been a big, big project for a long time, this idea of a Greater Israel. And Tel Aviv is considering the relocation from Israel so, In other words, they create this Kurdish state. And Tel Aviv is considering the relocation from Israel of more than 200,000 Jewish ethnic Kurds to the Kurdistan region of Iraq. So if they create a new ethnic state, it will be part of, of Israel, basically. This is in turn, the bilateral military cooperation agreement between Turkey and Israel is in jeopardy. Needless to say, these developments have also led to the reinforcement of U.S.-Israeli military cooperation, including the setting up of a U.S. military base in Israel. And that was in the paper, too. U.S. military base in Israel, flying the flag and all that. Now, it's so true. For so many years, all your news has been to do with the Middle East. And you think about 2001 and onwards, it's been pretty well constant. And it hasn't stopped. And it's going to speed up again. More so. Anyway, this is from, again, the neocon group William Crystal and so on. And an article here how the Trump administration decided to decertify the Iran nuclear deal. And as by Stephen F. Hayes and Michael Warren, this article here. Trump was frustrated five days earlier, July 12, 2017. The president had decided for the second time in his young administration that he would certify to Congress Iran's compliance. With the nuclear deal he'd promised as a candidate to dismantle, in other words, what they're trying to do, because Iran has been complying with the United Nations and the Atomic Energy Coalition and all the rest of it all the time, monthly, and they haven't found them doing any dirty work at all, and so they've been they've been they've been sticking to their part of the deal as far as we can tell, but of course. There's other people who are not happy with Iran at all And they want the US To, to finish off Iran pretty well that, that's, the, that's the bottom line Right now All the other countries on the list That Wesley Clark gave out And I mentioned it last week The link of it Every country pretty well almost That was on the list of the PNAC group And then put out by Wesley Clark For the, for the Bush administration Have been pretty well taken out All those countries And They still have Iran to do though And that's still on the cards And I'm sure there's pressure on Trump To get get on with that too So anyway this article here As I've said before Show you how Trump's trying to get out of it By refusing to resign Go along with the deal that they've made pretty well I'll read it for yourself And then this one here too It says With Iran deal in jeopardy The US clears missile interceptor sail to Saudi Arabia uh, I tell you. So the U.S. State Department on Friday cleared Saudi Arabia to buy 360 Thad interceptors that would be used to defend against missiles fired at the kingdom by Iran. The 15 billion dollar deal, if it goes through, it will be the largest export of the sophisticated missile defense system. This particular system, which is built by Lockheed Martin, the military industrial complex boys. And it says, the approval comes from the reports that the Trump administration is preparing to decertify the Iran nuclear deal, which is brokered by Obama administration and other nations in 2015. In other words, break the deal. Well, that's what I mean. And don't forget all the other multi-million dollar, or multi-billion, was a million or billion dollar, that uh, Saudi Arabia got earlier in the year. It's one of the best purchases for all this kind of weaponry and so on. Also, this article is about... The Mossad says the Mossad's top priority is dealing with the threat posed by Iran. The head of Israel's spy agency, Yossi Cohen, said Monday, at a ceremony in which the intelligence organization received the prime minister's citation for operational achievements. So they were discussing Iran. It's always Iran at the moment. There's nothing much left to be bothered about. And then you got this article here too. That's the one I mentioned already, but the article says, For the first time in Israel's history, the U.S. Army has opened a permanent base on Israeli soil, flying the Stars and Stripes inside an Israeli Defense Force base. And due to close cooperation between us and the American forces in the field of air defense, as well as the extensive experience accumulated by the Aerial Defense Division, it was decided that the first permanent base of the American Army would be established at the School off air defence, it says here. So anyway, all this has been going on and we kept kept low key from the from the public, I guess. And then Iran-Turkey agreed to boost military ties after referendum in Iraqi Kurdistan. So to, again, this whole idea of, of uh, uh, basically a new a new state getting born, etc., is not going to be. Looked upon too well. It says Turkey and Iran have agreed to boost military ties following the referendum in Iraqi Kurdistan, where more than 90% of the voters supported the idea of independence from Iraq. So you can see it all getting lined up for, from there, if, well, I've right read from there, their articles. In Ukraine, the US trains an army in the West to fight in the East. And uh, for more than two years, some 300 American soldiers. Been Quietly helping train an enormous partner military in Western Ukraine, and this one goes into all of that too. And how they train them, how to drive their tanks and use their artillery and all the rest of it, yada yada yada. And uh, it's quite amazing because I, I was just thinking of Kissinger. I, I have to say it too I think, and the, the elite managers, the managers for, on behalf of the elite of the world. Often give a lot of things out. This glossed over by the public. The public, literally, and here's a technique too that Brzezinski talked about. The public will only take notice of something if they're told to take notice by authority figures on the media. And that's why, for a long, for many, many, many years, you had you had every station and television had its main anchor person that was paid. In the millions of dollars, sometimes just for reading the script. Because it's more important if they're believable, and a generation had grown up watching the believable person, that whatever he said, therefore, must be true. And that's why they do it that way. It's awfully important, you see. Nothing really has changed. They don't have as much in the way of that anymore because the public are trained to, to believe the media anyway. They really are. Most of the public believe whatever they're told by the media. And if, if they're told to be worried about something, they will be If they see things with their own eyes and, then, and they'll sit and wait And if nothing is said to them Like, oh, worry about this Then they won't And that's something I've noticed myself with, with a lot of people that's how, that's how they really are And Brzezinski said that shortly, the public will be unable to think or reason for themselves They'll expect the media to do their reasoning for them The media becomes an appendage, in other words, of their brain it does their thinking for them. That's very true. It's very true. And that's the way it is, isn't it? This article two here, says, terrorism changes or charges are pending in Edmonton attacks, that was in Canada. Okay, I came a Somali refugee that come in a few years ago, run down, um, run a, a van into people put a lot in hospital and so on and killed a few, I think. And he, had, uh, he deliberately plowed into a cube van into pedestrians. So he was known to both the RCMP and the police. The man is a Somali refugee. It said that in 2015, after a complaint made to the Edmonton Police Service, the man was displaying signs of extremism. Members of the Integrated National Security Enforcement Team launched an investigation. He was interviewed by members of INSET, the group that does this extreme stuff But there was insufficient evidence To make an arrest And as the suspect was deemed not a threat They always say that Anyway And as I say, keep keeping very low-key on this They don't want the public to ask too many questions Or demand from the government uh, to, to have a lot more care in what's going on here The media again has the usual stuff To do with taxes and all the rest of it You know that the statistics to do with job levels is rubbish it's, always, it's been well exposed for many years in every country Where at one time you did have very good journalists Who did follow the finances and so on And they would also go into the reasons why They manipulate the job figures all the time To look good for the government and so on All that kind of stuff It hasn't changed Same with taxes they have been proud about taxing the rich forever and But it never happens Never happens and it never will happen, as long as you live, it's never going to happen. This is the Trump tax cuts would be the most insane giveaway to the rich ever, and that's who's going to benefit from it. But I won't go into the rest of it because the rest of it doesn't make any difference anyway. Because after all, if you're going to start giving people wages just for existing, because there's no work anymore, then then so what? You can see where it's all going. It's a new world order. It isn't just new, as in it's coming along and it's new. It's a new new order, a new world order. The whole system is new. You understand that? Also, this uh, article here is from Paul Craig Roberts, who, interestingly enough, does go into some of the things about the Las Vegas shooting. This, again, things just don't make any sense. And so much of the, the data has been kept from the general public and so on. I put this up, and I don't agree with him on many things myself. But occasionally, he's, he's got the right things too. I mean, I'll agree with anybody if they're questioning things, and I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is they're questioning. Conclusions can also be a different thing altogether. But for questioning things, then, and, and if you if you haven't learned from experience, the amount of times governments have lied to the people before, the same governments that declassify spraying. Good chunks of their population With different poison stuff To see what would happen During the Cold War And afterwards And it was to save, to save lives that They sprayed to other people and got them sick You only know, trust these people Again, I've mentioned many times And don't ever forget the saying That Adolf Hitler wasn't the first to use it But he did say If you want to tell a lie Make sure it's a great big one because the average person will tell little lies in their daily living and they can understand that. And they'll, and they'll say, oh, I don't believe that if it's a small lie. Because they, they would tell it themselves. They would know we lie. But something so big they, they wouldn't dream of using. They'd be too afraid to even use it. So therefore it must be true. It's always that way. And getting back to these articles too. I've got uh, Las Vegas final comment here. Also by, I think, uh, Paul Craig Roberts. And I'll go on and on and on As folk try to get more and more uh, facts here And the official Las Vegas shooting surreal so lacks credibility That's again from global research Which again is far far left But I, I, again they, they, it's beyond far left I would think personally But they also have a lot of good inquiries On the go too To different things It's always I tell you I wouldn't care who Came out and questions anything at all it's different from the mainstream point of view that's been promulgated by the ones at the top that you're supposed to all follow along with. I don't care who they are or what they belong to or anything else. That when their thinking can jive with questions you're asking yourself, then don't just write them off because of this or that or whatever. Always be aware of what they really stand for, like some unified Political far left party or far right Or whoever it happens to be But but don't forget there are people in it too That can also ask questions Good questions And then you have this article 2 Canada is to increase the military spending 70% In 10 years Which does, It's not good news either Is it Because that means uh, Again you're years and years of more war And and we all know it and the, and the forces know at the top That they've got to finish off the last of the countries. On that old list They've got to finish them off We know, all, we all know it, don't we? Of course we do And you'll pay for it And you'll have the fallout of even more Homeless refugees With their homes getting and cities Getting bombed in the Stone Age Like it's happened already uh, It's terrible, isn't it? And who benefits eh? Here's an article here Universal basic income may be adopted in Scotland Providing a weekly cash payment For life and it says Nicola Sturgeon, Sessual Consideration approving the scheme that would give recipients up to £150 every week, whether they have a job or not. And I'll put that article up. This is supposed to be the new the new part, the new order for the homeless or for the jobless basically across the world. Thanks to free trade. And don't fall for that nonsense. all, all the robots make everything. No, they don't. There are many factories where you need humans to work in the factories. Universal basic income scheme is set for trials in three European cities, it says here. Believe you me too, if you're on the receiving end of government money, don't think you're going to have a great time here, because your, your life is going to be ruled by them then, ruled, totally ruled, even more so than it is already. Nothing is for free from government. And it's not free anyway, since the terrestrial, whoever is left to work is paying for all, isn't it? Also, the creator of The Wire says the US needs a basic income due to the death of work from automation. As I say, well, it's not all automation. Another little article, too, is to do with you think it's all coincidence that, that, and it isn't, again, we've read articles before, and there's no conspiracy about it. One of the, the first main, and you can look it up for yourselves from the mainstream newspapers at the time, when when uh, Bush Junior was in and they went into Afghanistan, the first thing that they did, and they, they did was to re-legitimize the growing of the poppy, which is a great crop for, for Afghanistan. They had been doing it for so long, an awful long time, but their own Taliban had had forbidden it and stopped it. So the CIA and so on wasn't getting their drugs flowing. So when they would enter Afghanistan, and sure enough, you'll even meet troops that help to police the fields to keep the fields safe. <laughs> and then you have these massive epidemics of heroin, which is refined from the, the opium across the whole country, the U.S. and in Canada. And it's getting worse and worse and worse, isn't it? Worse and worse. As is that Dr. Thomas A. Andrew was slicing through the lung of a 36-year-old woman when white foam seeped out onto the autopsy table. This is a a medical examiner, and it's from foam in the lungs. It's a sign of acute intoxication caused by an opioid. And so is the swollen brain, which she also had. But Dr. Andrew, the chief medical examiner of New Hampshire, would not be certain of the cause of death until he could rule out other causes. With a nation snared in what the government says is the worst drug epidemic in its history, routine autopsies like this one, which take more than two hours, are overtaxing medical examiners everywhere. So this particular guy just quit the quit the morgue. He was just so over overworked, over. and, and again, depressing as well. And it's it's all across the country, areas and everything. This this, this this all this cheap stuff coming in, not by accident. Don't forget. Many of the characters, I've read them over the years, whose families and got reaped the harvests of flooding China with uh, opium in the late 1800s. That's a favourite tactic of taking down whole societies. Next one, too, is to do with how bad you are, naughty you are. There's nothing you can watch nowadays or even re- listen to the radio in some, some countries like Canada. It's so PC, it's so socialistic, political correct, that, that you can't even just enjoy listening to anything anymore because it's a message for you. And the message is, yet yeah, you're either good or bad depending on the topic and how you receive the topic. You're good or you're bad. Everything's terrible now, politicized. Incredible mass behaviorist and behavioral psychology are under today. So pump gas, this is this this article here is 2015 when they started this this next phase of the oh you're harming the planet. If you pump gas in Seattle, you get a warning that you're harming the earth. That's how they started it across the country. And they followed the lead city of San Francisco and Berkeley and they considered uh, requiring stickers and gas pumps telling drivers that burning fuel contributes to climate change. So there you go. Now, Portland, of course, also bans uh, new gas stations in the name of global warming, and Portland is a, basically a United Nations city. They were the first to push, or oh, get off, get out your vehicles and, 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 and pedal bikes and stuff like that, too. Um, they call it a model city And uh, so naturally they, they banned new gas stations In name of global warming Etc, hmm. etc et Everything today is movements of agendas Isn't it? Everything And that's the way it really, really is We're living in an age now Where we're given nonsense Generally for news Sensational nonsense And it's not going to get any better And the rest of it Is something that could be very very real Or could be completely fake But regardless The agenda that will follow from it Will be very very real indeed As I said before How do we how do we make good use To, to, to our benefit Of this disaster CFR That's how, that's how it goes on and we're living stuck in the middle of it all Most folk are, are trained to be and, and are naturally naive Because they want to believe and trust and everything Or else to be uh, living in paranoia So they're, they're fair game For any bit of nonsense that comes down the pike The big lie is the best Who would think of doing that Oh it'd have to be, it'd have to be genuine The way they put across or, Because no one could lie like that Especially when they're killing their own people I'll read again, oh, no, I want you to read it, I can't be bored looking it up. Kissinger, the guy who loved to boast like they all do, when he looked down and talked down to the little person, where he said that the American army, the soldiers, a famous statement he made, they're dumb, stupid animals who are used for foreign policy. Don't think for a second this opinion of the rest of society was any different. Whatever gets a job done, that's what's done. Whatever it takes. And, of course, with unlimited financing from your tax money, they can do whatever they want at the top level. But we do know, as I say, it's going to, it's going to increase, it's going to increase. The, the whole thing kicked off with 2001, 9-11, and it hasn't stopped. And even before that, it had already kicked off 10 years before. With the first Gulf War, it hadn't ended. There are no fly zones, not the rest of it. This is one of the longest wars has ever been. And it hasn't finished. And you're getting told... To do with the the blowback from it all, get used to all the the havoc and mayhem back home. That's all acceptable according to according to your leaders. Who of course don't live in your areas and they don't even drive through your areas or go anywhere near you for that matter. Now just to cap things off, we are living in nineteen eighty four. It also has a big smattering of Brave New World working simultaneously with the big controllers of psychology and behaviorism working with governments across the world. And they also have big marketing companies working with them to to create slogans and so on, repetition, repetition, to change your behavior, behavior modification, going on like never before. And most of it today is to tell you what not to say, what's bad, what topics are bad, what thoughts are bad. And George Orwell warned us about this in 1984, the book. And he knew it was coming because he he mixed enough with the socialists of his era where they were far more blatant or where they were going to take the entire world. And they also had grabbed psychiatry, the early psychiatry of of Freud and psychology to use against the the general population, along with the Pavlovs' uh, experimentation, etc., conditioned responses and so on. And (laughs) since I've been doing it since kindergarten for a lot of children, then everything that they're taught from then on becomes quite normal, no matter how bizarre in reality. It becomes normal to them. And Orwell said, there's such a thing as thought crime. That's who we are today. First you have speech crime, where you, you simply voice your thought, and that becomes taboo. And when that's made taboo, it doesn't stop there. The tyranny then will, get, will be on steroids big time. And you're seeing it now. And they'll go after your thoughts. They already want to test everyone with professional uh, psychology tests. Every month, actually. I can remember reading an article from United Nations years ago that this, where eventually they would want to bring the entire world. Not just for children, but for your, your entire life. And that'll give peace to, your, to the, those who own the world. And this big battery array of World managers, who manage it all for them, for the elite. What a world is that, where you can all go around pretending and being nice, and whatever is nice is what's the, the, the okay to, uh, to say at the time. And just like the old Soviet system, where where things and people went down the memory hole, people could be heroes one day and enemies of the state the next, and down the memory hole. It's all here today and getting worse all the time. And there's plenty bullies, plenty paid thugs who wear suits and ties and who have different agency labels on them. Little, little bits of authority by the government who, are, who believe you me, are psychopathic in their in, in their whole outlook. They, they'll they'll serve their masters well, no matter what it takes. They'll put anybody to the wall if, uh, if their masters want them to do it. It's happened before, over and over. And everyone after, if 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 you do get to an after this tyranny, it'll be the same thing I've seen all down through history. How on earth did this all happen? This hell. How does it happen? Well, you're living in how it happens. And you're helping along by your silence. And I understand it. Fear is a great motivator to shut up and just get along. It's been used before, and that's how it all happened before as well. Here we are living through it. And I'm not kidding you, in the next, within the next couple of years, you're going to see it ramp up to a level you'd never imagined it before. Most folk will float along with it, they'll, they'll, they'll walk along, along with, their, with their cell phones you know, stuck in their eyeballs and, and uh, their earbuds and, and they'll try and pretend they're not seeing, just like the monkeys, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And maybe they'll just, maybe, maybe they'll miss you. That's what you hope for. The big tyranny machine, as I've said before, when you give it power and let its wrath go across the world, destroying nations, comes back, this big machine, this eating machine, and eats you up. And those who are used to do the dirty work across the world Eventually, they're always on the list for, for elimination themselves by those who are behind it all. There's never been a time when you have so many open, open messages from the very groups who want to eradicate a lot of the Western world, and you can see the machinery bit by bit, in place, quietly sitting, but one day it will be made to all happen. I can remember Solzhenitsyn, Alexander Solzhenitsyn, when he said that after the revolution in Russia, eventually it kind of settled down as they got some kind of order in society and and the, the mass chaos started to get diminished a bit after many years, but then the, the, the NKVD, which is uh, their secret police and so on, do night raids. Sometimes early morning, two, three in the morning, that's when they love to come in, when people are gone to bed, they're they're tiredest, they just fallen asleep, and bang, in comes the door, and you're dried out of bed, and hauled off. And under the Soviet system, they, had, they would turn out the whole street to witness the poor unfortunates getting dragged out of their, their beds and into the streets. And that acted as a tremendous, tremendous incentive not to let it happen to you. But the thing is as well, they didn't know at the time. It didn't matter if you were complaining about it or not. They are picking people up for obscure little reasons. And that informers everywhere, even in their workplaces, and if you made a little joke about something, just a little quip, a passing joke in the day about the system or whatever, it's a joke. Every country does it. Then you'd be lifted and off to the gulag or, or, or killed. And that's what Solzhenitsyn said. He says, you can't allow this to start. If you like to start and continue, it's done from the beginning. You're, you're finished. He said, we should, when they came to grab our neighbors and our families at 2 and 3 in the morning, where only four of them would arrive, perhaps. He says, if we had just grabbed anything at all, pick handles, anything at all, and attacked them, finished them off. Nip it in the bud at the very beginning then the horror and slaughter of millions of people might have been averted. And it all happened because everyone was following the instructions to be politically correct and shut their mouths and turn their eyes away when someone was, was, was deemed some nasty slur on them, on their character by the state, And these slurs... Just like, oh, you're, you're a counter-revolutionary It's always a little slogan, you see A term that can slap on you That immediately, if, oh, you start you start blushing Even if you're not one You're trained, you see Don't let it happen again Because we really are going into it in a big, big way Unfortunately Terribly sad And the horror will come out of it Well, <laughs> it gets worse every time, really, doesn't it? The twentieth century took the took the biscuit for mass, incredibly mass slaughters, and yet the techniques behind them have been actually improving to make it even better and bigger the next time. Well, don't let it happen, and you better use your freedom of speech. And yeah, even if, you're, you, you, if you open up some kind of forum or whatever Just to speak little bits of the truth It doesn't matter if you're on the right track on anything And you haven't broken any rules You will be labeled this or that and other or other And you will have other people coming into your forums And adding their nasty stuff to it to get you a dirty name Happens all the time But you've got to keep using your freedom of speech And don't fall into joining this group or that group or whatever group it happens to be. Think for yourself. Think for yourself. And don't be used. Whatever you do, don't be used. Think for yourself. From myself, Alan Watt, from Ontario, Canada. It's good night. I mean, your God or your gods go with you.